J-Bone here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 Miami Grand Prix. J-Bone! The 2023 Formula One Miami Grand Prix takes place in Miami Gardens, Florida, which is about a 35-minute drive from Miami's famous South Beach, where many festivities will be taking place all week long for race fans who enjoy sipping on $35 drinks at 2 a.m. This will be the third Formula One race to ever take place in the United States state of Florida, with the previous two being last year's Miami Grand Prix, and then the first ever Formula One United States Grand Prix, which took place at the Sebring International Raceway in Sebring, Florida in 1959, and was won by McLaren founder Bruce McLaren. The Miami Grand Prix race weekend begins on Friday, May 5th, with free practices one and two. Free practice three and qualifying are on Saturday, May 6th, with qualifying taking place at 4 p.m. Eastern Time or 8 p.m. UTC. And the Grand Prix is on Sunday, May 7th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time or 7.30 p.m. UTC. Ah, there's just something oddly relaxing about the schedule of a normal race weekend after a sprint weekend. The Miami Grand Prix's circuit is called the Miami International Autodrome. It is a temporary street-style circuit built on the grounds of Miami's Hard Rock Stadium, which is the home stadium of such teams as the NFL's Miami Dolphins and college football's Miami Hurricanes. The Miami International Autodrome is seen by many as one of the least entertaining circuits in Formula One because last year's race was so boring that the only thing most people remember from it is the fact that the quote-unquote marina was filled with fake water and that Martin Brundle thought Paolo Banquero was Patrick Mahomes. But all hope is not lost for a great race this year. After all, the first ever race in Baku was a snooze fest, and it was followed up by five phenomenally entertaining races in a row, with that streak unfortunately coming to an end last weekend. Despite not producing the most memorable Grand Prix of 2022, last year's inaugural Miami Grand Prix still produced the ninth most overtakes of any race last season, so it's not like Monaco, where entertainment is hard to come by by circuit design. And speaking of circuit design... The circuit's biggest issue affecting entertainment last year was its low-grip track surface, which has been completely redone. Miami Grand Prix managing partner Tom Garfinkel had this promising, promising quote to say about it, quote, The track we had last year, there were parts where there was one line where there should have been a possibility to overtake. We weren't happy with that. So we're going to go through the investment expense to go ahead and repave it in an effort to try to get it where the racing is better. It raced well enough, according to the teams and drivers, but we want it to be as good as it can possibly be, end quote. Also, while the Miami International Autodrome isn't a true street circuit, it is a street style circuit, so maybe Checo will be able to channel his street circuit magic in Miami this weekend and go back to back and become the new championship leader, question mark? So let's all agree to give the Miami International Autodrome another shot this weekend. Speaking of the Miami International Autodrome, my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, is currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at the Miami International Autodrome. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone. I'm here in Miami at the Formula Bone pit wall. The weather is great. I'm actually going to go take a swim at the marina. Wait, Jeff, no, that's fake water. Cannonball. Ow. Ugh.
By the way, I bet producer Jeff that I would get 1,000 likes on this video or else he gets to slap me. So please go drop this video a like or else I get slapped. J-Bomb! Here's what a lap around the Miami International Autodrome looks like. There's not too long a run up from the starting grid to turn one, which is pretty sharp and could easily feature some first lap shenanigans. Last year, it was hard to break off the racing line at turn one, which prevented Checo from overtaking signs there for a potential podium finish, but race organizers claim that issue should be fixed this year. From the exit of turn one through the exit of turn six, you have the circuit's high speed corner section, which is quite fast and flowing and includes a little mini straight between turns three and four. And this section transitions right into one of my favorite corners on the entire F1 calendar, which is the double apex turn seven, eight corner. Get this difficult corner wrong and you will be a sitting duck down the extremely long effective straight between turns eight and 11, which includes a DRS zone at the tail end. This effective straight ends with a quite sharp turn 11, which exits into the slow speed section of the circuit from the exit of turn 11 through the exit of turn 16. This little horseshoe section between turns 11 and 13 is Miami's version of Mexico's 4-0 Soul Grandstand section, and it will be cheering very loudly for Logan Sargent all weekend long. It exits into the most criticized portion of the circuit, which is the turn 14, 15 chicane that is way trickier than it looks because there's a lot of elevation change there randomly. It is disliked due to the fact that it's awkward and does not set up well for overtaking on the long DRS straight that comes immediately after it. This DRS straight ends with the tricky turn 17 hairpin that you need to get just right, especially because not long after it is another DRS straight, the pit straight, that can be used to complete an overtake or re-overtake. For tire compounds at the 2023 Miami Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the C2, C3, and C4 compound range. Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola had this to say about their tire selection, quote, new asphalt and unknown in Miami. In the first race held on the track around the Hard Rock Stadium last year, the tires behaved as expected on asphalt, which had rather particular characteristics, above all due to a very high micro roughness. We know that the track has now been completely resurfaced and we will have to check during the usual inspection that precedes the start of the weekend if there will be any significant changes in its characteristics. The Miami track requires average downforce levels as it features a wide variety of corners, but also a very long straight. We have brought the middle tires in the range, C2, C3, and C4. Also, due to the fact that we can expect very high temperatures, last year, the asphalt reached almost 60 degrees Celsius, end quote. Ow, it's, oh, oh, it's my sponsor, Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs makes the best shorts and pants you will ever try on, and I am not just saying that because they are paying me to. I, J-Bone, legitimately wear Bird Dogs at least four days per week because they look great, feel even better, and because I can do literally anything in them. I can chill, I can bike, I can golf, I can work out, I can go on a road trip, and I can even swim in them. They have replaced my bathing suits. Look, I'm wearing a pair of Bird Dogs right now. Aren't they beautiful? My favorite thing about Bird Dogs is that they come with a super soft built-in liner that eliminates the need to wear underwear, which I think is the greatest invention of all time because it cuts down on both laundry and discomfort. You need to be wearing Bird Dogs right now and I've got you covered with a special deal. 
Click the Bird Dogs link I've placed in the description below to go to birddogs.com and when you enter promo code FBONE at checkout, Bird Dogs will throw in a free Yeti style tumbler with every order. This tumbler is not only remarkable, it's also free with your order when you use code FBONE on birddogs.com, so get after it. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 Miami Grand Prix. Your first storyline, how will American driver and Miami native Logan Sargent perform at his first home Grand Prix? Williams rookie Logan Sargent technically has three home Grand Prix this season since there are three F1 races taking place in the United States this year. But the Miami Grand Prix is his true home Grand Prix as he is from Fort Lauderdale, which is just north of Miami. Logan has shown glimpses of greatness thus far in his rookie season, but has yet to break through and finish in the points. But he has been making steady progress, making his first ever Q2 in Baku qualifying last weekend. Miami is known for its numerous long DRS straights, which benefit the straight line speed advantage of the Williams car, and Logan will have the entire grandstand rooting for him, so I cannot wait to see how he does in Miami this weekend. Just imagine the scenes if Logan pulls off a stellar performance and finishes in the points at his home Grand Prix. Your second storyline, Ferrari just earned their first Formula One podium of the season in Baku, so are they back? While Ferrari were back on the podium in Baku, they were barely back on the podium as Fernando Alonso finished under a second behind Leclerc at a circuit where the draggy Aston Martin car was at a clear disadvantage from the get-go, even before you factor in that Leclerc is arguably the best Baku driver of all time. While I definitely wouldn't say Ferrari are back, back, as that would imply they have a shot at championships this season, which they absolutely do not, they are back in the fight for P2 in the Constructors' Championship and P3 in the Drivers' Championship. Your third storyline, is Checo Perez about to overtake Max Verstappen as Formula One's championship leader? Going into Miami, Checo trails Max by just six points in the World Drivers' Championship, which means that if Checo finishes P1 with or without the fastest lap this weekend in Miami, he will be the new Formula One World Drivers' Championship leader regardless of where Max Verstappen finishes as Checo would then have the most wins tiebreaker even if Max were to finish P2 with the fastest lap and they ended up tied on points. And if you are not rooting for Checo to be the World Championship leader after this weekend, you have no soul. Checo! Your final storyline, I'm considering boycotting the Miami Grand Prix and you should too. Here's why. Last year, I begged and pleaded with the Miami Grand Prix organizers to please, please make the circuit go through Hard Rock Stadium instead of just around it, as that would have immediately created the second best grandstand in all of Formula One, only behind Mexico's 4-0 Soul Grandstand, which cannot be beaten. Let's be clear. And not only did Miami's organizers not listen to J-Bone, they actively spit in my face by going ahead and using the inside of Hard Rock Stadium this year, but instead of racing there, putting the Team Paddock Center there. I am offended and appalled, and I have not yet decided if I can forgive them for this. I will give you one last chance, Miami Grand Prix organizers. Let's go racing inside Hard Rock next season. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. Here are my three bona fide race predictions for the 2023 Miami Grand Prix that are all going to come true because this is my home Grand Prix as I am from Florida. My first race prediction is that Charles Leclerc will finish on the podium once again. 
I still think the Aston Martin car of Fernando Alonso is the third fastest car on the grid overall, and that Alonso will return to the podium soon. However, I don't think it will be this weekend as the Aston Martin car is a bit draggy, which makes it not well suited to Miami's long straight sections, just like it was not well suited to Baku's. My second race prediction is that Alex Albon will finish in the points. Albon had an absolutely remarkable drive in Miami last year, starting P18 on the grid and masterfully moving through the field to end up in the points at P9. Not only that, but just like last year, this year's Williams car is quite slippery in a straight line, as they say, and Miami is known for its long, flat-out sections. Plus, Albon is in great form right now, having in Baku what he proclaimed to be one of his strongest weekends, even though he didn't score points. My third race prediction is that both McLarens will finish in the points. The floor upgrade that McLaren introduced in Baku helped propel Lando to P9 and Oscar to P11, despite Oscar having food poisoning, and despite McLaren only having one practice session in Baku during which they could mess around with the upgrade. Plus, the upgrade is meant to save the most time in medium speed corners like Miami has, not slow corners like Baku has, so we'll see more of its true potential this weekend. I expect this upgrade to propel both McLarens into the points as they look to turn their season around. And by the way, to celebrate the fact that Formula One has returned to the United States, you should buy some F1-inspired merch designed by a real live United States citizen, me, J-Bone. So check out all of my merch designs on the Formula Bone shop now. It would be rude to your host not to. Link in the description. J-Bow! Next up, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 Miami Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, Carlos Sainz. P4, Fernando Alonso. P3, Charles Leclerc. P2, Checo! And P1, Max Verstappen. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the Miami Grand Prix for my Miami Grand Prix recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Also, I am so, so close to 100,000 YouTube subscribers, so if you are not subscribed yet, mash that button so I can get that silver play button, baby. I'm going to stick it right here. J-Ball! Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters, Colkey, at Rated Bookie, and Glow. Until next time, folks, J-Bone. J-Bone.